0: Hey, gang. Uh, this is Chris Tannehill coming to you from CNEI, the California Nurses Educational Institute. Uh, today, I, I'm going well, we're going to talk about counseling. What is it? Exactly what my folks uh, are learning to do here in class. So uh, let's talk about that. Okay, you ready? Hang on. So one of the questions I have for my students when they come in the door, or pre-student or whatever you want to call it, prospective student, I'll ask somebody, are you sure you want to do this to yourself? And everybody, there's a myriad of answers. Um, Most often I hear, as you can imagine, is I want to help people. Well, I'm going to back up just a little bit. Um, My experience in this field is I was never employed with the intent of changing lives, helping others, although um, I worked as a first responder for years. Uh, I, I was in this for the money for about the first two weekends. I was covering at a treatment center. A high end treatment center, and uh, that was it. And I'll tell you what, things changed quick, and I got pulled into this, and I have never left. And uh, so, through all my experiences, I did want to ask people why they want to do this. You know, so I ask, uh, why become a counselor? I mean, do not enter this field in order to save the world. I mean, one patient at a time, maybe, but I mean, do not go into this wanting to be liked. I mean, these patients, these clients, they are not your friends. You can be friendly. Friendly is okay. But, you know, we're going to talk about boundaries a little bit later. But these are not your friends. And, you know, if there's uh, some, I don't know, deficiency internally uh, within yourself, yeah, you'll find it. They'll find it. Uh, You'll discover it in this job. And basically, you know, well, let's talk about that. What is a counselor's job? Uh, Basically to help resolve ambiguity and encourage. You're helping these clients – you know, get rid of whatever ambivalence they have and to encourage them to move on and figure it out for themselves. What is going on is you got to remember these folks don't need another kick from life nor from us. You know, so there's a bunch of do's and don'ts, but even though even though some of these folks have some very ugly survival habits, survival is all they've been doing, not living, and there are a million don'ts. Don't argue don't collude, don't give advice, don't rescue, don't shame, judge, the list goes on. Don't be insincere either. It'll be the death of you because my people, the clients, will smell that from another city. So essentially, as counselors, you know what we need to do? We need to listen, listen, listen. And also, know who is in the room. Know who you're talking to. And meeting the patient where they're at is one of many aspects we need to learn, but listen, listen. If you don't learn anything from me other than, you know, encourage and love these people back, listen. You you might actually be successful just doing that, you know. And the other thing, which has always entertained me because of our own personal egos and eccentricities, we all wish to be the one who changed it all for someone, said something so pivotal it altered their very perception of life, sobriety, existence, but that rarely ever happens. I mean, it's a team effort that reaches these folks. Make sure you work on your own stuff first because what you fear usually happens to you. And what I mean by that is um, I had had a lady um, as a student. She came in and disclosed to, to the class, to us all, she'd lost her son a year prior uh, to an overdose. And I explained to her, you realize when you get out in the field, your son's going to walk through the door at some point. A young man, young woman, someone's going to come in, sound like her, look like him, act like him, whatever, but they're going to come through the door. What you fear usually happens to you. You have an ex-wife you've got a problem with, she's going to come through the door. You have a a former friend you've disgruntled over, something, and maybe the actual person to some degree, you know, there might be a former friend you haven't seen in years, might actually physically come through the door, might be the person, but I'll tell you what, what you fear happens to you. These things come in, you will not be ready for it. It will kick you off you know? Um, And we'll talk a bit about that. But like I said, we all wish to be the one who changed it for someone, but that's not the fact, you know? We can be profound change in their lives. Don't, you know, don't let me take that away from you. But for those of you in recovery, there's other one other thing I'd like to stress here. Your work, counseling, this work, is not your recovery any more than if you were refueling aircraft. It doesn't translate No matter how much program you talk or take them to meetings, if you're in recovery, I mean, the highest rate of relapse occurs in this field for people in recovery, this field. So more people are taken out for many reasons. Perhaps you stay, you do this for a little while, you become the authority, comparing yourselves to others that are clients and are sick themselves, hence you better look better than them. You better look good. Perhaps you stop being teachable in such an environment, answering questions all day and arriving at a point of burnout. Or, again, you become the authority. You, you stop learning. You stop being teachable. You stop being the student. So there's that, and there's also boundaries. You better have some because not only is the uh, ethical aspect very real, but without them we will premeditate an event wherein you become compassion-fatigued, Burnt emotionally involved at some unhe- unhealthy level okay you 're going to need boundaries because these people are going to test them, push them, find them these folks that 's how they survived that 's how they existed. They had um, their ability to read you, come into a room it was it 's one of my old abilities i don 't need it anymore, but i 'm going to read you in about ten seconds and i 'm going to figure out who in this room is going to help me who 's going to hurt me, and who can I get something from who can I not so um, boundaries, folks, and there's many reasons. We'll talk about that in another aspect of this, um, but what we do have is people that th- they'll know where you're at, and they'll push on that pressure point, and if they find out some information on you, you've disclosed something, they'll step on that, they'll push that, they'll try and push buttons, and again, to get that reaction, to get, you know, what you fear, <laughs> which usually happens to you. They're trying to evoke something. It's difficult at times, but I am convinced that if you take care of yourself, you never need burnout. I've met a couple people in this field who they consistently take care of themselves and they've never really had a break. Um I mean compassion fatigue is very real, but I have difficulty separating it, you know, from a form of burnout, which is personalizing and taking these people's struggles home with you, feeling too much is a hazard, but feeling too little is also a disservice too. I mean this is a fine line to walk and we do not get, you know, we didn't get these folks sick, we can't get them well, but you know they have to buy in and try when we are ready to change nothing can stop us but when we are not (laughs) then no one can help us no one and there's more to be said on that but let me end with that if you are in recovery work is work your recovery is your recovery and if it isn't inconvenient then it doesn't count so you want to be a counselor how do you react to people getting in your face, trying to say the most hurtful stuff to get you to react? These are sick people getting well and not bad bad people getting good. So always know this is not personal. Listen. Listen and remember to also shut up and listen and you will do well. We may laugh, use levity at times, but this is deadly serious and these are human lives, like I've said. So again, folks, um, None of this is to discourage. I just want you to know what you're getting into. Human lives, okay? Be good to each other. Thank you.